it's no, fine. it wasn't. It wasn't a rant. I wouldn't call it a rant. It was much more of a. Uh, it was a tangent. You, yeah. lo- you lost yourself in a tangent <laughs> about psychic podcasts. About psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know psychic. In the future. <laughs> in the future, white men take over with podcasts in your brain, as opposed to just on the airwaves. I think every white guy or, in the world has a podcast. And it gives a new meaning to the word ESP, Entirely Silent Podcasting. The Entirely Silent Podcast Network, mm-hmm. ESPN. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of I Don't Know History. My name's Alex, and I'm sat in historian's chair, and I have two special guests with me today. Am I really that special? I have one special guest and one ordinary guest. One co-host. <laughs> the co-host sat to my right is RJ Davis of Copper RJ fame. And to my left is the wonderful Tom Stickler from 69 Movies. Hiya. Woo! Hiya. Wee. 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 And all that business. Tom, plug your podcast. Uh, it's not being released yet, so no. Well, there's two episodes out. There's two episodes but out. There's two episodes out. Yeah. I thought we were... No, no, the episodes came out, and then we were like, we're going to go on hiatus properly, we're going to properly start no, in January. Like, the, we, we, we tested. Tune into 69 Movies, where me and RJ watch films rated 6.9 or 69 on various rating websites. Good job. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I don't know, there was, a, there was definitely a meh that was trying hey. to get out of my... Get out of my voice for like a good five seconds. During yeah, it was the way. The way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen. Do you know what we're going to be talking about today on I don't know history? Well, I think today was a very spooky episode of I don't know history. He's like the count from Sesame Street. How many episodes are there of I don't know history? One. Ah 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 ah. Twenty-four now. Well, 23 after today. What season are we currently on? Do! Ah, 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 ah. What episode is this? 12! Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it is actually episode 12. Yeah, this is the 11. final history based yes, episode. Yes, the, of the final season. lecture based episode of, I don't know, history season 2. Get ready for that quiz. Oh, yeah, that quiz is going to shell shock you. RJ is not going to know what's hit him. Tom. Is also going to participate in the quiz, which is uh, going to be on the airwaves in two weeks' time. But he is basically doing entirely guesswork. Mm-hmm. And we're just comparing uh, a layman who knows a bit about history to RJ, who's been being taught by me for about two years, uh, on and off. I think it is two years now, I think. It we... is. 9th of September 2017 was the World War Two episode came out. Oh, right. Well, oh, I listened to it again the other day. Happy two-year anniversary, man. Yeah, happy two-year anniversary. Yeah. That was the weakest high five. Probably didn't Let's go. Let's go. Come on, one that more. Wasn't it. That was fine. That's nice. Nothing political, but just instead of a high five, I want a nice bell sound. There we go. Okay. So? So, <laughs> Tom, based on RJ's... Um, cartoon vampire impression what do you think we're talking about transylvania and the dracula myth <laughs> we should definitely do that on an episode that's a great mm. that's a great episode to season do. three you could sit in on that one in season three which come with, which is comes out fe- february, february 2020 see you, there's a meh inside you as well it's trying to come out flood flood hard yeah no we're actually going to talk about witchcraft Ooh. so 
No vampires yet. No vampires yet. Although many vampire myths are like, ah, they were cursed by witches. Ooh, yeah, basically. Yeah, this is a precursor to vampires. Tom, what do you know about witches? I know that they are spooky Mm -hmm. in the original form, that in more modern culture they are seen as a... Um, a slightly less spooky, slightly more like empowering figure, like but, in Hocus Pocus. Like in Hocus Pocus, and you've great, got great Halloween movie. Yeah, and you've got like all that stuff. But originally, they were it was like an excuse. Oh no, my crops are bad. Must have been a witch. Oh no, my cow's milk sour. Must have been a witch. Mm-hmm. Oh no, my wife left me. Must, must have been, been a, a witch. witch. Archie, what do you know about witches? Same. Tom's given a fairly good account of himself there. So once upon a time, there was a book called Harry Potter, and in that contains wizards and witches. Tom took all the good answers, so I know you chuck them in a lake if you think they're a witch. If they sink, they were normal, and oops, lol, if they fly, shit's a witch. We'll get into that. That actually comes up. So what is witchcraft? Uh, there are, there is a belief in witchcraft in many religious and societal circles. Basically, every religion that's ever existed um, believes in witchcraft in some way. Historically, the idea in the Western world stems from the Old Testament Jesus and is widely associated with devil worship. We'll get into that again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it in this show when I say things so off the cuff and you have to go, we'll get into we'll that. We'll get into that. <laughs> now, it is now, today, it is a, considered a branch of modern paganism. Mm-hmm. You guys might not have heard of the word Wiccan. Uh, just a, a little side note. My cousin, when I was about 13, she was about 16, practiced witchcraft and went to like Wicca meetings mm-hmm. and went out into the woods to do weird, um, like, not sacrifice stuff, but like weird spell shit. Tributes and rituals. Yeah, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And recently she went to with one of her old Wicca friends, went to a proper full-on pagan wedding in the middle of the woods. Oh, sweet. Where I think they may have actually, like, sacrificed an animal. Oh, did they get married by a druid? I don't know. I don't know that much about it. I don't really That'd like pretty my sweet. cousin very much. Oh, okay. Unless she's watching this, and then I love you very much. <laughs> Those crazy Wiccans. <laughs> Those crazy Wiccans. <laughs> you know, you've, you've heard, you're familiar with the term Wiccan, both of you, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Um, Go on. I just found it very funny that Tom was like, oh, yeah... My cousin uh, was practicing witchcraft and went to a Wic- uh, Wiccan meeting in, in in the woods. And I was like, well, what if, if, if she really likes woods then? Because Wicca is a type of wood. And So the word Wiccan <laughs> actually comes from uh, an ancient, well, an old English word called Wiccacraft, which has that beautiful A-E diphthong in it, which I love so much. Wiccacraft. <laughs> Not 100% sure how you pronounce that diphthong. I um, that is the second time in the in the last hour that you've choked. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, I just spilt my tea on myself. That word wickercraft is from whence the word witch is derived. So Wiccan and witch are not the same. They're not derived from each other. They're derived from derived from the same root word. Hmm. So the difference in the terminology between witches and sorceress sorcerers is an intangible quality. So. Uh, a sorcerer, like the power of a sorcerer comes from within. So this is an example of African beliefs, which could be pre- traced back to prehistory. 
there was a very different belief that in witches and sorcerers. Sorcerers are kind of good, and it was just inherent. And witches, they had made some kind of um, that some kind of possession. So by them, have by you some kind seen of the uh, the Netflix Sabrina? No. Uh, so there's a whole thing in that where to gain like more power as a witch, you need to sign your name in the devil's book. It's definitely that sort of thing. European beliefs acknowledge witches using physical elements. So broomsticks, wands, having animal familiars like cats, whereas the African belief of sorcerer, it's just you, like a voodoo... No, you're not even a voodoo man. You can just cast magic from your hands. Mm. You don't need a wand. You don't need any... Um, the broom thing confuses me because what, what... Why would you look at a broom and go, that flies? I think it was more of a thing that it was like, ah, yes, this witch is hiding, so she must be hiding her magic in an everyday item that every woman of the age would have, which would be a, a sweeping broom. I, I say, this woman, this woman, she flows around, she flies around on a broom. Like it's someone. I think probably where most of the stories of witches came from is someone trying to blame someone for something happening. As Tom mm. said, my milk has gone sour. You know, and I'm just blowing this story out of out of proportion, particularly in the Western culture. And we're going to get onto that when we talk about the Salem witch trials. How witchcraft was a result of you know this witchcraft epidemic was a result of this hysteria so a witch will allegedly practice spellcraft as well as demonology mm. um, so they're clo it's closely tied to satanism and when I say satanism some of you may know that satanism is kind of less of a belief in satan as the almighty being and more like as, a, as the human being as the god in itself so traditional Satanism is worshipping Satan, the god of the underworld. Yeah. That's the kind of Satanism they practice. So there's a very there's a tie to demons and demonology. As with all things in the world, it could have had its origins from ancient Egypt. There is a book or something written on a stone tablet called the Code of Hammurabi, which is an ancient Babylonian code of law from two thousand BC ish. Or circa two thousand BC, as we probably have to say correctly in the historical field. Um, oddly, in 2000 BC, it did not mention women in any way. Uh, it said, If a man has put an unjustified spell on another, he upon whom it is laid shall be... Now, here we go. He upon whom the spell has been, has been cast shall be plunged into a holy river. If he drowns, the caster shall take possession of his home. Caster. The alleged yeah. caster. If he is unharmed, the spell caster shall be put to death. This was, we surmised, to be a test from the gods. Oh, I get it. So if he, if he dies and there's no spell mm -hmm. on him, and it's like, oh, you, you've been wrongfully judged. Yeah, so they go, so you get a house. You get, you get his house. Because he is um, accused. It was also the, like, the accused. Okay, so, so it wasn't was... just like, he's cast a spell on him, let's kill him, and yeah, then get sorry, his house. Yeah, I probably should have cleared that up. <laughs> RJ, if you accused me of putting a spell on you, yeah. you would be dunked. If you drowned, that means that... God has smiled on me, meaning that you were unjust, so I get your house. So it's nothing to do with the spell itself. It's the gods that are like, no, he's actually got a spell on him, so we're not going to kill him. If you survived, um, I would be put to death. It's, it's a test. It's basically a test that should, <laughs> it should kill a person, but if you don't, it means that gods, the gods have gone, ah, this guy's a, a, a Satanist, and he's... He's cast a spell on this poor man. We shall we shall raise him up so that he doesn't die, and then I would be killed if you survived. That stresses me out. Why is it so often that? Did, when did it become? If 
it was a historical thing or mistranslated into modern media that the witch or the warlock well, was in, uh, put into the water. In old English culture, there was a, a punishment for wayward women, which was just called um, dunking. You went and sat in a dunking school, a dunking stool, and they would literally just dunk you into the water a bunch of times. <laughs> not, so not, not to death. Just how not to death progressed, because at this point now, like, imagine being dunked to. T- <laughs> oh, the, the wayward women, and then the, like and all suddenly you wake up in twenty first century, and it's like I'm gonna dunk on you, and you're like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like you have the history of dunking from a test of witchcraft to the punishment for wayward women to fairgrounds, and that's that's the the dunking through the ages. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be throwing it down in a basketball yeah, yeah. game. The, where, where the the idea that if you, the witch was thrown into the river probably came from that and it's just a mistranslation somewhere so as I mentioned in the western world most beliefs in witchcraft came from the bible particularly in the old testament Deuteronomy 18 12 18 11 12 thou shalt not suffer a witch to live and also Galatians in the new testament uh, 5 19 or verse 5 lines 19 20 21 uh, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, I, no, I just need to say as well, the, the Bible verse ends, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. <laughs> just in case... Just, these, these are the worst crimes known, and we're just going to be a bit vague. Just a bit vague, because we don't know are. what's going to come up in the future, but we, there's going to be something. Pegging. Pegging. Um, <laughs> Pegging, as we all know, was invented in 1824 by Martha Pegger. In newer translations, in newer translations of the Bible, witchcraft and idolatry are paired, meaning that it could have some tie with worshipping false idols, because that's what idolatry is, the worship of false idols, which is obviously one of the, one of the Ten Commandments. So maybe that's where the idea of Satanism comes from. They're worshipping a false idol. They're practicing um, witchcraft, which gets its power from demons and stuff. So perhaps they're tying that together. However, heresy is also mentioned. Mm -hmm. So it could just mean straight up magic. Like heresy is already already mentioned in that that list Mm. where it says idolatry and magic are together. So who knows? In Judaism, uh, it, it... in a similar way, because obviously it takes its um, takes its text from the Old Testament. It associates witchcraft too with idolatry, but also necromancy. Ew. So it's very important that they think that witches can bring dead people back to life. D and D has ruined me for for the past. Just think of things in D and D terms. Told the dead. I think as well though that it's <laughs> it's fun knowing about D and D stuff. And then relating it back yeah, to history. Like you were yeah. saying about how like a sorcerer was someone who could just cast magic from within themselves mm-hmm. and then within the game D and D, it's someone that the power of their magic comes from like a source within themselves mm-hmm. that they can cast without whereas it's different. Places. A wizard needs we needs a, a focus. Yeah. An arcane focus. Yeah. yeah. In Islam, as we're talking about religion, so the Quran explicitly bans magic, or specifically, as you were saying, RJ, black magic. Now it believes that good magic are gifts from Allah. 
Whereas black magic is magic used by genies and demons. Genies obviously are yeah. um, nefarious creatures in the So Quran. you can use healing spells and the like, but no uh, fire. Uh, Clerics fire, are uh, okay. Clerics are okay, but no... Uh, but dark ma- blood magic is, is not... Blood like, magic. Black no- magic is that, that sort of thing. So you, you said, did they believe that... Did Christians believe that Jesus was a wizard? Christians, probably not. Muslims, because obviously Isa, Jesus, is mentioned more times than any other character in the Quran, more than Muhammad himself. And they probably believe that while he was a prophet, he was also a practicer of good magic. It was a gift from Allah. So, um, mm. saying all the D&D stuff and this, that and the like, I'm just thinking the bra- Dragon Prince now, with the whole dark magic, good magic stuff. So, maybe one day... Magic will be real. But even even in, in just general culture, there is that schism between, like, you hear the term black magic and you instinctively think, oh, that's what, that's what a bad wizard would do. But mm. there's good magic, you know? Yeah. It's, an, it's, it's the same in, in ancient like, Islamic culture, right? So, as, as well, I, I don't... The good fairy. Don't get me started on the Dragon Prince, because I, I could write essays on that magic system. I could, <laughs> I could go into some shit. <laughs> Maybe. We will one day. We'll do the history of Dungeons and Dragons and you can be on. That'd be great. Oh, mate, I'll do it. 1974... Uh, Muhammad was actually accused of being a wizard by his opponents, like a dark wizard who who was not actually a prophet from God and had his power given to him, but he was just a charlatan and a wizard. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to move uh, very swiftly on to the Salem witch trials mm-hmm. in 1692 because it's one of the biggest and most important events in the history of witchcraft. Yeah, like when you when you said like history and witches, that's kind mm-hmm. of what comes. The Salem witch trials, yeah. yes. Um, Salem, Massachusetts, 1692. It began when two young girls, uh, Betty Paris, a girl of nine, and Abigail Williams, you may know um, a, a, a deathcore band called Abigail Williams, named after this girl, 11. Uh, they were the daughter and niece of a reverend, and they began to have uh, fits beyond the power of epileptic fits or natural disease, so it was said in the, in the 17th century. Mm. This is in colonial America, obviously, because obviously it's not until 1776 that America is established as its own nation. So we're still under the laws of Britain. Yeah, turkey hats and the like. Exactly, they're pilgrims at this point. So they screamed, they threw things, they spoke in tongues, they crawled under furniture, etc. Kind of a little, like, kind of what um, the start of the exorcist looks like before she starts doing the spider walk and her head flips around and projectile vomiting and all that kind of stuff. Woo! So obviously that, if you think of The Exorcist, that's how they manif- That's how, in the Hollywood world, demon possession manifests itself. So that's what, probably what they thought. A doctor, a doctor, William Griggs, could find no physical ailment causing this, despite the girls saying they felt as if they were being stabbed with pins. They have like this this hot um, pins and needles kind of uh, sensation. I wonder what they did have. So the modern hypothesis yeah. is that they had Lyme disease. Okay. And was suffering its after effects. Lyme disease is a, is, um, a disease given to you by rats. Ah. Um, I believe it's also called leptospirosis, or it's a form of leptospirosis. Um, Salem and the colonial US in general had no real medicine either, because it hadn't come over from Britain. And medicine was, you know, not really good before the discovery of penicillin. Um, so tick borne diseases were common, and tick borne diseases. Lyme disease is a tick-borne disease. They bite a rat, they come and bite you. Um, the prickling pain is, is consistent with Lyme disease. And in the coming days and weeks, more outbursts of the affected were observed. Now, also, you can get um, 
from untreated Lyme disease, you can get uh, encephalopathy and psychosis, and it can develop into real like, bouts of this this sort of mentally ill behaviour. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's probably that's what modern hypothesis would say, and that's probably what I think as well. I, I mean, I don't believe in witch possession, in the possession of witches, but that's probably what it was. Hmm. Um, yes, in the coming days and weeks, more outbursts of the afflicted were observed. Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and Tituba, a South American native, three women, were arrested for afflicting these young girls. Uh, realistically, they were likely singled out for other reasons. Let's have a look at why these women were singled out. Sarah Good was a beggar, and just kind of not un- like a, a classy citizen. Mm. See, that's another thing. Is like if someone was a witch, a lot of the time it's like oh, it's that beggar woman. She's a witch. It's exactly. Like, if you're a witch with powers, why are you a beggar woman? Exactly. They just want them gone. Good mm. was a beggar. Sarah Osborne was an atheist, or purportedly was an atheist. <laughs> so they just go, "Oh, she doesn't believe in God. She must be a witch." <laughs> you gotta believe and in something. Tituba was a South American. Um, I think she was a slave girl originally, but she'd been freed or something, and she was just foreign. Mm. It was literally just because she was yeah. foreign. Uh, and she, they practiced different religious um, practices, and apparently she'd be talking to the, like other young girls about like the ritualistic things they would do in their ancient South American um, culture. And when I say South American, it's not typically South American; it's Aztec, yeah, or yeah. Mayan, or something like that. Uh, in the following weeks and months, puritanical fervor grew in the town. Two hundred people were accused, and nineteen were found guilty. Now it's also in in sort of the media is portrayed at the Salem Witch Trials they were all women while they were mostly women it was 14 women and 5 men were found guilty in Salem of witchcraft and they were hanged now RJ I'm going to bring you back to a segment of the show that we did not long ago Yeah. just briefly going to put that in called Let's Debunk That Oh. everyone thinks that in the Salem Witch Trials they were burned at the stake they were hanged no one, was, no one has ever been burned at the stake in America for any crime I Go mean, on. good, but boring. <laughs> Don't worry, there's more. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> you know when you wish for something and you get it, and you're like, I didn't want this in the first place. <laughs> the, the Salem Witch Trials were one of America's most notorious cases of mass hysteria. Yeah. Even now, the term witch hunt implies a wrongful cause, doesn't it? If someone, goes, if someone says something in the news, and it says, oh, there's a witch hunt out for whoever it is, yeah. it's like, oh, well, it's, it's just nonsense. Yeah. That's what that means. Of course, these people were found guilty not because of proof of witchcraft. They, they lived immoral lives. They were lascivious. Or they just had odd dress sense. <laughs> Literally. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's such mass hysterics that they just go, she looks different to us. She must be a witch. Burn her. I, you know, or I, hang her. Would I have been burnt? If you dress like you would... If, you dress, if any of us dressed how you are now, went back to 17th century... Salem, yes, I mean, probably. We'd be take that, like, culture of dressing weird yeah. and apply it to now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense, Absolutely. I'd be dead. Yeah. Probably, almost definitely. He's wearing dungarees! Um, <laughs> there, was a, there was a gentleman called George Burroughs who was one of the indicted men. Um, <laughs> Sorry, just like, he's wearing dungarees! Get him! He's either a farmer or a witch! <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you own any sheep? No. Get ah! him! <laughs> Turn me into a newt. <laughs> well, you are now. I got better. 
George Burroughs. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm a painter. I'm a, I'm a painter. George oh, Burroughs. checks out. I'll be back. George Burroughs, a man indicted of um, witchcraft. On, at the gallows, he gave a tearful speech, uh, pledging himself to God, and he recited the Lord's Prayer, which is supposedly something you were unable to do if you were a witch. You were not able to utter the Lord's Prayer. and not, So that should be... <laughs> Evidence to the fact that he's not a witch this or a wizard. Like so they, they should let him off. However, was. he was said to be being dictated to by the devil, and was so was hanged anyway. <laughs> he gives the only defense that had, they have given to be, oh, if you're not Someone a witch, just wanted him dead. Let's be real. It's, it's they exactly just wanted that. him dead. It's exactly that. It's absolute mass hysteria. They just go, well, he could be a witch. They, the people are just making things up as they go. Literally, that's what it was. They go, the devil's dictating to him. And you, you, you read this, I read this, and it was just like, what the <sighs> fuck? Like, Tom, can I put you in a time machine, send you back to, like, this era, give you just D&D dice and say, base all of this on the roll of a dice. If it's no, an even if they, number, if they, they're fine. <laughs> if it's an odd number, they're a witch. They would see a dice and go, which, and hang Tom. Yeah. <laughs> what I is would, this? You're a wizard. Be, I would be hanged for witchcraft if I had D&D dice if I was in the Sa- Salem during the witch trials or the 70s <laughs> yes or the 70s so yeah the Salem witch trials they, they were awful the 80s I don't remember however it's, both. it's not just only America where, this, where witchcraft was rife in the 17th century or accusations of witchcraft in the 16th and 17th centuries in Europe saw the peak of witchcraft accusations all across Europe. Now Andre I've mentioned in the 16th century the 1517 Lutheran Reformation several times you might the, have. In our history, I have. The mm-hmm. Lutheran Reformation. Tom, do you know about that? I do not know. Well, it's basically when Martin Luther um, espoused the, his beliefs on Christianity and basically formed the Protestant Church. Broke away from Catholicism. And this started um, a century-long war of re- religious wars in Europe. Between 1580 and 1630, there was something of a pushback against this doctrine by Catholics. And it was referred to as the Counter-Reformation. Uh, these, this counter-reformation coincided with the European wars of religion that spanned all of Europe between Catholics and Protestants, particularly nasty in France and in Scotland, where the Lutheran Reformation sort of retook hold because of John Calvin and people like that. Um, sometimes civil wars, sometimes not, but this too led to something of a mass hysteria in Europe about witchcraft. Certain wars we've got the Thirty Years' War in the Holy Roman Empire, modern day Germany, the French Wars of Religion, the Huguenot Rebellion, and dozens more. Again, this may not have been entirely witch based. People may not have really thought, ah, she probably is a witch. They much, they, it's just an accusation of, oh, we're dealing with witches right now. I don't like you. I'll accuse you of being a witch. You can't prove you're not because there is nothing to prove. Yeah, like a so. witch hunter comes to town mm-hmm. and it's like, where are the witches? Well. <laughs> That woman, that man who stole my milk, he's a witch. That bastard. He needed it for his spells. You, you take the last slice of cake from the kitchen from me, and I'm like, well, my roommate's a witch. It's just a cake. I'll get you another. It's just a fucking witch. These, these witch trials, for example, in Trier in Germany, it wasn't just witches. It coincided with Protestants and Jews who were on trial, and they were being killed as well. Uh, in the Basque witch trials, priests were killed for practicing a religious act the wrong way. <laughs> it, it, again, much like in America, it was a, an enormous overstatement of religious zeal. With the idea that if you're worshipping the same god as us in exactly the same way, then you're, 
If you're not worshipping the same god as us in exactly the same way, then your religion must be witchcraft. Yeah. And people were killed like that. All in all, between 1580 and 1630 in Europe, it's estimated that 50,000 people were burned at the stake. Okay, so in that's... In Europe, yeah. witches and wizards were burned at the stake. Alexa, Simon says, oof. Oof. So, question. Yeah. What is the difference between, like, a wizard, a witch, and then a warlock? Because it seems to me that wizard and warlock at this time kind of interchangeable. Were interchangeable yeah, there. because in in like the BBC Merlin, mm-hmm. Merlin is called a warlock, and in a lot of stuff where witches are present, like warlock was kind of had had the same negative connotation as wizard as witch. A wizard could be seen as someone who did good in the same way that yeah, that's how as, I am. Yeah. Like wizard, mm. good, warlock, bad. As we saw witch, in the bad not always but in certain circles obviously as we saw in the quran there's good magic and maybe they were wizards and there was bad magicians or people who practice magic and they were called warlocks there are definitely um, bad magicians out there also i think that um, a warlock is a high-ranking wizard mm. and a wizard is just a male witch okay that's i'm not 100 percent sure probably should have looked into that but i didn't look in the difference between wizard and warlock in um in the information that I read, there wasn't really much mention of the word warlock. It was wizard and sorcerer. Yeah. Which are the ancient words that got used. Warlock probably comes from another language, I would expect. Probably potentially German. Potentially old, old, old German. Again, maybe coming from that, like, original Wiccan word. Probably. Probably, so, Like yes. a translation of that, but like a male version of it for that language? Yeah, likely. Likely. They had always, however getting back to these trials, been scepticism of these trials amongst the local populace. Um, almost none of these trials had actually been conducted legally. No justice of the peace. It was just a trial by of the people. And also, most of them used torture to extract false testimony. <laughs> so, you know, the, the sort of due process of, of trial did not exist. Twist my time. testicles enough and I'll say, yes, I'm a witch. Now, in Britain, um, this continued, not didn't continue, but the idea of witches continued until... The Witchcraft Act in 1735 was passed. Um, It's an actual act of Parliament. Um, Parliament made it illegal to accuse anyone of practicing magic or witchcraft. It reverted to older views of the church that the crime was not being a witch or wizard, but believing in the idea that it existed. (laughs) So it's not, in that way, it wasn't illegal to be a witch. It was illegal to accuse someone of being a witch should be like oh witchcraft is a thing you are a witch you know but I suppose that that also extends to being a witch because I suppose if you, so if, you, if you're if doing you, it then you kind of believe indeed, it indeed if you but yourself believe that you're a witch no one actually believed in, in, in that they were witches really I don't think no not in not in western Europe and America uh, this law was actually in place until 1951 um, several people were prosecuted in the 40s for it um, Helen Hitler's Dun- a witch <laughs> not Hitler but Helen Duncan um, she was um, a, a TV psychic and she she wasn't a TV psychic she was a psychic yeah Like, and she faked the spiritual manifestation of a lost D-Day soldier and she was prosecuted and sent to jail for you know pretending to be a witch yeah um, and until 1951 TV psychics would have been considered criminals <laughs> Like obviously TV psychics didn't exist in 1951, yeah. but you get those people who go, who you know, go on TV and go ooh in front of. I'm not necessarily saying the the, pra- the practice of being a psychic is um, 
nonsense. I'm not going to say that um, publicly anyway. Um, but You're somewhat saying it, that, though, That you? sort of thing that happened on TV, if it happened before 19, 1951, you'd have been prosecuted. Who's that woman on Living TV? Sarah something or other? She like goes around the country. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but yeah. I can't remember her name. She she's a, she would have been a criminal before 1951. Yeah, because my, um, my my grandma used to watch something. Someone Fry. So and not Stephen Fry. <laughs> it it was someone Fry, and it was like they would they had a TV show. I'm not gonna look it up. My dad was super into them. It's yeah, just, it's like she's like, how do they do it? It's just like, well, there's a lot of ways that they can do it. it it's like that. They that, get themselves in front of a large crowd and ask if anyone's lost their grandmother recently. Yeah, Someone like, will have done. Yeah. Or I will Does say. Does anyone know anyone? I'm hearing an S. <gasps> Samuel. Yeah. Yeah, if, Samuel. That's right. Like, because you want to hear it. Cold reading in itself is just a really interesting topic of just like how to get people to tell you information and have them not realize they've told you that information. What class mm-hmm. would they be in D and D? They would, no, I'd say a uh, rogue because they don't actually have any magic. Multi-class. <laughs> so I'd say, Nids. So yeah. I'd say uh, a rogue with expertise. A rogue in... and a bard. Yes. I want to take this time to remind you that I don't know history is brought to you by Rogue and Bard. Plug yourself, RJ. Roganbard.com is. That was a beautiful, God, that was beautiful, beautiful that was good. Such a beautiful segue. <laughs> that was beautiful segue I've ever heard. <laughs> Roganbar.com is a place where you can go get your D&D accessories. You can get yourself an A5 character booklet where you can store four of your D&D characters. Uh, it works with 5th edition. Uh, it's very nice. It's all paper-based. And, uh, you know, you, you put your, your character sheets in your bag and they all get crumpled and covered in tea and... You know, that one Skittle for some reason that's crushed at the bottom of your bag. Don't know what it's doing there, but, you know, it's there. Yeah, you can't even eat, I can't even eat Skittles. There's still one at the bottom of my bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it gets stained. Whereas with these books, it all keeps nice and safe. Available in some local stores in South Wales, but mainly available online at rogobard.com. A different... No. That's what? the wrong tagline. That's the wrong one. I'd also like to take this time to remind you that I don't know history is brought <laughs> to you by Podmage.com. Tagline out. Roganbar.com. Four players by players. I'd also like to take this time to remind you that I don't know history is brought to you by Podmage.com. A, a different, different kind, kind of, of casting. casting. <laughs> On Podmage.com, you can find I don't know history and its current backlog. You can find the Cupper RJ podcast presented by the wonderful RJ Davis to my Sup. right. 69 movies presented by the wonderful Tom Stickler and RJ Davis, who are two of the men, the two men who are sat at the table with me. RJ, what other podcasts are there? Uh, there is also Dead Air, hosted mm-hmm. by the wonderful Portia McGrath and Bethan Jones. That's the duality. I'm, I'm, the, not duality. That's bad. That's a bad word to use on this description. I'm trying to say that they're both wonderful. That's what I'm saying. Uh, along with the Rhyme Quest, hosted by the wonderful Tom Stickler in front of me, which is the D&D podcast. It is. So it was very good. Wanna, that was the, set, the first exclusive uh, PodMage podcast as well. So. Yes. Rhyme Quest Revival, Tom? Rhyme Quest Revival. Look, here's the thing. Insert non-committal answer. <laughs> I wrote a sequel kind of campaign to the Rhine Quest and the people only got halfway through the first uh, like the f- like the first arc like mm-hmm. levels 1 to 7 of it so I mean I'm not saying no I'm just saying 
maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wonderful character um, actor when it comes to D and D. Honestly, you I would hand love me to a do character a I'll play age, like D and D thing. Again. I mean, I had a great time. It's just that we had to stop because we couldn't get together at the same time. Well, Tom, consistently, we live together. We do live together. Is this, is this a revival? And RJ and I managed to, in our hectic schedules, find at least one slot every two weeks yeah. to record. We're going on hiatus until February. <gasps> Here's the thing. I've been watching... Here's another plug for a podcast outside of this. I've been watching D&D&D, where they do it in sessions. So mm-hmm. instead of doing once a week, they do like a four-hour block, and then they'll just release that over the, the next yeah. four weeks, Makes which sense. is much easier to do. Mm-hmm. I imagine. Yeah. I mean, I'm game. Oh, am I going to have to write another campaign? Go for it. Oh, see, what I might do is instead, I'll um, I'll do one of the, the other weirder campaigns that I've been meaning to do, but had never had the time to do. Oh, well, you know what you can use, Tom? You can use your newfound knowledge of witchcraft and, witch- and witches and wizards. Oh my god, I can do like a weird witchy special. All the Wiccan stuff. Talking of witches. Where were we? Alex. Sorry, that. I- witches. I'm bad for tangents. I apologise. <laughs> no, it's Honestly, fine. Honestly, it's fine. Like we're only forty minutes in. I imagine Alex already being halfway through is yeah. Uh, probably a little more than halfway. It's a little. It's just a short podcast today, which is fine. We've got a quiz to do. Yes, can, we do. I can talk about D and D more if you want. If you <laughs> it's want okay. <laughs> I feel like D and D and history do have like a niche in the middle. Of yeah. People who oh, like let's do the history of D and D. Do you want to host a ho- an episode of I don't know history? Oh, I could fucking host an episode of I don't know history. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Season three. Tom Stickler hosting an episode of I Don't Know History about Dungeons and Dragons. I'll I also it. want to pitch for season three that I don't appear on an episode. Oh. It's just you two. So oh, not gee. the history of D&D. I want to be there for that. But I would love for you two to just do one with each other. Oh. But I'm on Don't you want to be involved in my podcast anymore? How many episodes of Cabarage was I on? I mean... Like 60%? There's like 43 episodes and you're not there on all of them. So... I know. Let me be, not be here for one. So, we were talking about the Witchcraft Act of 1735 and how until 1951, TV psychics would have been convicted of the crime of witchcraft. <laughs> were they radio psychics? I don't think so. Up next on PBC Radio I 2, imagine- Tel Aviv Psychic. Tel Aviv? I don't know. <laughs> Why would they be in Tel Aviv? <laughs> no, or are they from Tel Aviv? Na- it's the their name. The name is Tel Aviv. This is a city in Israel. Their name's Tel Aviv. Uh, you get children called India and... Israel. Carolina. Not Tel Aviv. I feel like there's someone... I'm going to check Facebook right now. And Tom, see can if you call your first Tel Aviv. Stoke on Trent? Yes, it's actually beautifully alliterative as well. Stoke on Trent Stickler. <laughs> so we, uh, the the next thing we need to talk about is um, how the history of witchcraft has affected what goes on today in 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 witchcraft. And it's a shorter segment at the end because um, I probably got too far through the episode before I decided to do the plugs. <laughs> uh, in many countries, so many people just called Tel Aviv, like first name Tel, second name Aviv. Well, there you go. Can I, can I just do the podcast? I'm sorry. <laughs> In many countries, witchcraft is still punishable by death. <laughs> of course it is. Oh. In 
the country with the most executions. I don't quote me on this. This might be a statistic that I'm pulling out of my ass, but I think so. The country with the most executions per year, Saudi Arabia. Is this for witchcraft specifically, or uh, is it in general? Yeah. Mo- uh, the most recent execution for sorcery was in 2014. Uh, okay. And obviously, honestly, I'm looking forward to the day Amazon Echoes and Google Homes take up and kill us all because they do a damn well better job at managing this planet. Well, obviously Saudi Arabia is under Sharia law, so the sorcerer or witch or wizard was had their head cut off by a ceremonial sword uh, in Tanzania. Uh, witchcraft. Where's Tanzania again? I don't. I don't remember where that it's is. It's in Southeast Africa. Okay. Uh, it used to be called Zanzibar. Okay, that makes... I a book about Zanzibar. Witchcraft is still practiced in Tanzania, um, but it's got more witch doctor, shamanistic sort of thing. Mm. In 2008, there were high-profile cases of witch doctors killing albinos for their body parts, and they were seen as good luck. Yeah. You take their bones and use them as good luck and stuff like that. Um, in Nigeria, since 2008, around 1,000 children have been murdered due to suspicion of witchcraft in spectacularly brutal, spectacularly brutal fashion. Um, I'm not going to go into the details of that. Um, in Ghana, Ghana, one of the most forward-thinking African countries, witch camps exist. Um, it's not what you think. They are safe spaces for women accused of witchcraft. They have women's refuges for uh, witchcraft, like, accusing. I when I said witch camp, I, I imagine you're... Oh, you're, I thought you said cap. No, witch camp. <laughs> I imagine you're, I, you, most people's first thought goes to, oh my god, death camps for witches. No, it's not that. It's a safe space for witches. Honestly, death camp for witches sounds like a weird film that would happen. Okay, this is the most... Well, we're going to go for the uh, Central African Republic first, formerly Zaire. Um, Christian militias have been in, accused of kidnapping... Uh, burning and burying alive women thought to be witches. And the most bizarre of all in the Democratic Republic of the Congo as of 2006, so the num- this is the most recent stat I could find, the number is probably much higher now, 25 to 50,000 children in Kinshasa have been reportedly exiled from their homes due to witchcraft allegations. And a commonly held fear for women, for, for women witches, is called a penis snatcher. Um, or men as well, which is using magic to shrink another man's penis. Huh. <sighs> yeah. So they believe that, it, you know, they have put a hex on you to make your penis smaller. Yeah. Why is my penis getting smaller? It must have been... Must <laughs> it have was been, a witch! must have been a witch. It couldn't be that, you know, you're gaining weight and there's... <laughs> super, super, <laughs> it can't be the relentless amount fat, of tobacco you know? that you're smoking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, um, uh, look at that guy. You got a small dick. Look, it's not my it's not my fault, right? There was a witch. My ex. Literally, me. my ex. My we, ex. We hexed. had a bad breakup, or she she had, you know, something went wrong in our relationship, and she hexed me, and now my penis is smaller, and I I'm sure women get killed for that. I'm, I'm almost a definitely. vexed ex. His hex has hexed my. No, <laughs> close. Close enough. The fact that witchcraft is still punishable by death in some countries and is still practiced in some countries is um, kind of alarming to me. Mm. What do you guys think? It's, <sighs> it seems like something that you can very clearly think your way around. It's yes. like Honestly, tell me in 2014, I call, call that batshit crazy. Tell me in 2019, anything is bloody poss- possible in 2019. 
Mm. It it's one of those things that I still feel like everyone doing it knows what they're doing. Knows that it's what like bullshit. Knows or? it's all bullshit and is just using it as an excuse. Well, or maybe like the people leading it at least yeah, yeah, yeah. are just like, I want an excuse to go and hunt. Um, like you were saying, like the the Christians that were rounding people mm-hmm. up. Like there's a couple of high level priests or whatever being like, I want to go and like literally put the fear of God into people. Literally the fear of God, yeah. And uh, they're going around and like getting at people that are gullible, not so much gullible, but like will believe them. And yeah. being like, look, the this is He's this is what we're doing. This is the way to help God, and this is how you're going to get into heaven is by using um, the strength that God has provided your body to exercise exercise this land of its dark forces and they're just like yeah I can exercise this land of its dark forces he used a lot of big words I'll just nod and smile you yeah know? he knows what and he's then, doing and Honestly, then, then you've murdered a, a witch family and you're like I don't know what I've got into here <laughs> history is just proof that you shouldn't trust charismatic people yeah or you know white men <laughs> in general all the bad stuff happens because of white men except in like Rwanda and stuff in which case it's black men but it's men basically Mm-hmm. Um, Blame men. Ah. Who would like some recommended reading? Me. So some of the books that I read and have read in the past to supplement my knowledge of witches. Um, in the Devil's Snare by Mary Beth Norton. Um, Devil's Snare, Devil's Snare from Harry Potter. Yes. Anyone knows that? That's obviously a, a reference to that. Cool. About which is a delusion of Satan by Francis Hill, which is specifically about the mass hysteria that happened in the Salem witch trials, and The Crucible, which is a play by Arthur Miller set in Salem, Massachusetts during the witch trials. Um, that's going to be slightly more fictional, but it is really good. It's really good. Cool. Well, gentlemen, that's all I have for you today on the subject of witchcraft and wizardry. Interesting. I'm, I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Did you enjoy it? I did. I thought it was very good. Well, great. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast, listening to I Don't Know History. Um, tune in next time where we have the big quiz of season two. The bigger. See quiz. if RJ can get 14 out of 20, get a 70% score and pass, and see if Tom can beat There's him. 20 questions now? I thought it was there, 10. Were tw- there were 20 questions last time. I really don't remember. See if Tom can beat him with his layman knowledge. Um, if you'd like to suggest something or contact us, please uh, follow. Adam at History at HistoryIDK on Twitter. If you'd like to pledge to the podcast, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash podmage. Or you can go to co- uh, coffee. So it's ko-fi.com forward slash podmage. And you can donate whatever you want. Uh, I thought it'd be easier to set up a coffee because there's a lot of people doing that now. Oh, and it, managing a Patreon's a little bit harder. Oh, yeah? Um, and often comes with like having to do so like certain benefits and that. And we really don't have the facility right now. So if you just want to make that one-off donation and not have to do monthly or perk-based and you just want to go, you know what, Th- this was worth X amount of my time. I'm just going to give a cheeky one. Go for it there. Cool. Before we sign off, RJ, plug yourself. My name is RJ. I do podcasts and I own a company called Rogan Bard. Um... I'm not used to this. If you want to hire me, go to copperrj.uk and look at my portfolio. Well, plug what you're doing. Well, the Copper RJ podcast on hiatus. We've already plugged Rogan Bard. It's fine. Tom, plug yourself. Uh, no need. I have a wireless charging system. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Wait, no. What? 
the one thing you meant to ask me at the end of every oh, podcast. Should we edit that? No. Just go this for it? staying in. <laughs> Tom, do you think you know a little bit more about history? Definitely. RJ, do you feel like you know a little bit more about history? Alex, I think I know a little bit more about history. One day I'll get that right. Goodbye. This episode of I Don't Know History was brought to you by Podmage.com, a different kind of casting. Written by Alex Fakili and produced by RJ Davis. The theme song is Out Orbit by Revolution Void, licensed under Creative Commons Zero. 